I still think it sounds like a demon. <laughs> Please turn page. What was that? It was the Toes jingle. Doesn't it sound like a demon talking like a really bad EVP that's been severely distorted? I just put it through a couple filters to enhance the audio. Right. Like, I think if you heard that all the time and could never turn it off, that would probably make you a little insane, wouldn't it? Mm, I don't know. Did you ever live under an airport or by an airport? <laughs> no. You get used to the planes. Did you ever live by a train? I guess. You get used to the train. But if you have visitors come in and stay, guess what? They're up all night listening to trains and planes. They're up all night listening to episodes of Parababble? That's what should be doing. <laughs> that's, well... That's right. We have enough episodes out there now. Yes. 50. 50. 50. All right, we passed that, but we still have enough out there. It's 51. Here's to 50 more. <laughs> we got to get more topics. I know. Do we call this no- this one number one, or do we call this one 51? We go 51. 51. Or episode one, season two. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the condensed version. It's a really long season. <laughs> One big run-on. Just a couple of years. So, guys. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Hi, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Last man out. Hi, Rob. We're here to babble, right? But not too much. What we do best. Yeah. And no cursing. No cursing mm. and no babbling. And stink, sticking on point. Yes. We've, we've been listening to our audience. Yes, we had some constructive criticism earlier tonight that was very helpful. Very pointy. So we're going to try to stay on topic. That's right. And we're going to curse. What? No, we're not going to curse. No cursing, and we're only going to be talking about the, the Teos hum. The Teos. Potatoes. Potatoes hum? Oh, you know what? Well, we, we're we off topic some, already. Teos hum. <laughs> we could go for potato skins, cheese and bacon. Oh, doesn't that sound good? Maybe yeah. like Fridays? Yeah, we're already off topic. Maybe we should do Fridays. <laughs> stay on topic. <laughs> yes, I'll have a side of the Teos, please. <laughs> All right, so we are Parababble, and we are going to bring you a lovely episode this evening called The Tales Hum. So I think it's kind of interesting that when um, I first came across this topic and I had mentioned to you guys that uh, we should do this, it wasn't something that came right out there as like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, that was deer in the headlights, like yeah. what is she talking about? It was um, pretty interesting when I first started hearing about it and just kind of reading about it and it was like wow there's really this place where there's just this hum all the time that just people hear and it just never goes away and no one seems to know why but then I knew that Jeff was going to be interested because then I started seeing comments from people that it's caused by chemtrails and UFOs and all kinds of other stuff and I was like I could totally get him to buy into this (laughs) (laughs) and I bought as soon as you bring in any kind of alien or conspiracy theory Usually we're going to go with it. Usually you're both hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. It's good for me to know when I come up with research topics. But I will say this about the the Teos. Who knew Texas was a hotbed for all this kind of stuff down there? Seriously, right? Because when you start doing the research on this, Texas has like all kinds of serious crap going on down there. This is actually New Mexico. New Mexico, Texas, it's all the same. (laughs) It's in the heart of Texas. Let's see here. This is a video, how to pronounce Taos. Teos. Let's see. Yep. Taos. Taos. Yeah, so we were right. 
Taos. 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 You say potato, taos. I say tomato. Uh, you say Taos. Do you guys like tomatoes? Taos. No. I know that. Taos. You like tomatoes? Sometimes. Do we put them on a salad? If they're the small cherry ones. Cherry ones. I don't like beefsteak tomatoes. No, those are big. I had a salad tonight. Sorry, Dad. Prepackaged <laughs> ones. You had tops. I had one of those prepackaged salads yes. tonight with the chicken. Yes. And there was like a line of tomatoes in it. I just took them and down the disposal. What? Yeah. Yeah, you're not a tomato fan. I'm not a mm-hmm. tomato fan. No. I know this stuff. But you. I put ketchup on stuff, right? Your dad probably stopped listening by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's over with. We just lost one. Anyway, okay, let's go back to Taos. House. 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 Well, House. This is the electric company. We didn't butcher it. Oh, House. God, it is. <laughs> at least we didn't butcher it too badly. Because normally... House. There we go. House. Every time we just click no, on it. Normally we butcher House. things pretty badly. All right, so what's the general idea behind this This whole humming that's going down so there this in is New a Mexico? Little, this is a little groovy, artsy town in yes. north central New Mexico. Julia Roberts used to live there. Did you? Yeah, did you not know that? Yeah, along with a lot of other famous people, but it's known for like its artsiness and the okay, vibe so it's, there. It's a little uh, new agey, highfalutin. Yep. Um, Speaking from, of hums, oh, it happens. God. We're in Taos. 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 <laughs> no, not Taos. <laughs> Taos. <laughs> okay, so there's this little groovy town down yep. in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they have this issue. Keep Taos weird. Yeah. Yes. They are hearing this humming, but they have no idea where it's coming from. Right. So they say. But not not everybody everybody. hears it. But, I was going to say, that's the kicker here. Not everybody is hearing this hum. Only a select group of people. I hear only 2% of residents hear it. Yep. That's what I found, too. So the other 98 are just like... You know, they have jobs and they go to work. And those 2% are called the hearers. The hearers. The hearers. There's a lot of errs and ozzles going on. So, are the hearers just wandering through the town, like, you know, very, like, hipster, hippie, like, handing out good vibes to people because they're just on the hum? I think (laughs) they're on the hum. I think. Like, who needs drugs, man? I'm on the hum. <laughs> if you ain't on the hum, you're not in. I think um, those 2% of people that are hearing this are really in tune and they haven't been brainwashed into all the sounds that we hear during our days where we just, like I just said before we started the show, if you live next to a set of railroad tracks, you know when the trains are coming by. You your mind, you automatically, your body just adjusts to it. But you say you have friends or visitors come over. They're like, oh, my God, how can you stand it? You get used to the sound. But a hum is a lot lower, and it's it's an even, consistent pitch that's always there. So I'm thinking some of these two percenters might be on a higher level of uh, not getting wrapped up or not having their bodies go through this motion of, oh, I'm used to this. But So we got that going on down there. Now, there are a ton of stories of what it could be, what's going on. So, what do we think? Where are we gonna, where are we gonna take this apart first? Well, before we do, I mean that that audio we played at the beginning of the show. That, right. That's basically what the hum is. That's what it sounds like. But um, before we get into the theories, just throw out there that it also can cause headaches, dizziness, and anxiety with the people that have it. Well, people are sensitive, so... Yeah, they are. A little too sensitive. 
say that it also seems louder in contained environments. Louder in contained? Strange. Yeah, so like in their okay. homes or in their cars, it's actually louder. Why would that be? Who knows? So you're saying a room that we go into that's closed off, it's actually going to be louder? Yeah. So do you think this could be a, uh, not so much, I'm really going to leap here, not so much a sound that they're hearing, but maybe these 2% of people are on a different page? You know, it's maybe it's them? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's only 2%, but that 2% must be pretty big. But they also hear because this this hum too in other parts of the world. So there's other cities that have this their exact own hum. hum. They have their own, yeah, yeah, version of the hum. So we're not talking about Gabriel's horns coming out of the heavens and those type of videos where they're hearing all these sounds. Sure, no, not that. <laughs> this is just the hum. <laughs> well, with these people in Taos, like, is that like the rapture? Something that's like, been described the like trumpets? that. Well, we've. I don't know if we've done a show on that. No. With the sounds, but they're out, they are out there, and uh, this is two different things actually. But so we, we should do an episode on weird sounds, is what you're saying? Well, yeah, the planet and everything going on. They're trying to figure out where these sounds are coming from, and it sounds like horns and stuff. So this hum is totally something different. Yes, but according to what I did research on the hum, this whirl or hum or buzz noise. Um, they have one in Southwest England, and then they also have one in India, Indiana. Sorry, where it's supposedly very similar. But I guess you'd have to have somebody from Taos go to Bristol, England, and listen to their hum and <laughs> see if it sounds like the same. Let's go and compare hums. How do we get a job like that? Well, because they had, they did experiments in. House where they tried to record this hum in all kinds of different environments, and a lot of times they couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, even the one that I played, I don't know if that's an actual recording or if it's just someone who's heard the hum. It was my '89 recreating it. They did say it sounds like a diesel truck engine. Yeah, that was a like a low diesel. Yep, like an old engine from a car. Um, There was a couple other ways that they described it, but it was uh, not something that you think would be enjoying and you know like it would be good to have to listen to all the time right so these hums when you go to these other places do they they really don't know if that's consistently the same thing that's happening down in Taos well science has an explanation that they think can explain all of them of course they do right you know I mean you're it's going, the debunker in me that always looks for those. You're going right for the scientific explanation. Well, I think we should just get it out of the way because it's the most boring out of all the explanations, mm. right? Actually, it's kind of interesting. Although I'm a nerd, so... <laughs> well, you are sitting well, there with your Superman I did, shirt. I did come across the explanation on geek.com, so ah, that ah. might be a... <laughs> it's a very good... good so what are the scientists right? saying? So the scientists basically say that there are these, like, that the Earth oscillates in these loops all the time. Oscillate means what for the common To, folk? you know, spin. Okay. You know, move in a centrifugal way. Um, and basically that the hum happens because the oceans are moving in this certain pattern and then that hits parts of land, which then creates the hum. Almost like if you took a tuning fork and you hit a tuning fork on something mm-hmm. and then the residual is that humming and it keeps going and going and going and going and going until basically you either touch it or, you know, 
something else happens, but it could go on for a pretty extensive length of time, depending on how big your tuning fork is. So that's really what science says. So there's no consistency to this since the world does keep spinning and the oceans are moving and it's causing that whip effect. Why aren't people hearing this 24-7? The hearers hearing this all the time. Well, in these particular areas, they do. This is a constant. It never stops. Okay. But if you look at the whole population of the town and then only 2% of people can even hear it, it makes sense that there wouldn't be a mass so those two percent might be living uh, on top of a hill versus well, a valley, or they might just have a more in tune sense of hearing. You know, maybe they have a heightened sense of hearing than the other. You know, the other person next to you. I mean, think about it. If you if you go to concerts a lot, right, your hearing is not going to be the same as somebody who never does that. So I might not be able to hear the hum because my hearing is probably slightly damaged from all the shows that I've been to. Right. But maybe the person next to me, you know, has never had those experiences, so they're able to hear things different. They're able to pick up. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an interesting point you bring up because um, my friends, when I was playing in bands, they would wear earplugs. And I would never wear the earplugs because it filtered out sound. And that absolutely drived me. It just it, I was nuts about it, so I, I tried to do it, and I tried to do it, but I needed to hear certain key things or pitches. But what I found out was going to actual rock concerts where they have like the 110 decibels that you're allowed to have, I said, you know what, when I'm up front, I'm going to try the, the, the um, earplugs again. And I started to get used to that because what I found out was it filtered out the buzz or the hum and you actually could hear like the guitar part or in granted it was down muffled a little bit but you, it was clearer in your listening so that whole thing about filtering out sounds and only hearing certain things you know that might hold some validity there so according to this um article that i read that it was in 1998 that a seismologist discovered the earth is giving off slight vibrations all the time around the range of 10 millihertz which is like basically nothing. I mean, that's really hard to hear. But this planet should be giving off some type of sound. The frequency yeah. is so low that it's supposed to be out of the range of human hearing. Um, but this hasn't stopped online communities of hum sufferers from amassing at sites like thehum.info where you can share your accounts of the hum. There is such thing as the hum sufferers database. Sorry. And you can even put yourself on a world map. And I have a picture of the map here with all the little pinpoints about where mm -hmm. people hear the hum. Oh, there's me. But the interesting thing about it, I'm just going to turn this so Jeff can see it. Maybe when we oh, wow. get the episode, it's East all Coast. well. It's all based around the water. Yeah. So if Thins this theory, the the right? If this theory has some, you know, some some actual Basis science behind it, it, then it would make sense that it would be concentrated where all of the ocean meets the land. Because that's what they're saying is that it's the the way the motion of the ocean hitting the land, which is causing this tuning fork. How many times have you stayed at a hotel on ocean property? What do you hear? The waves. It's very relaxing. Infrasound. Oh, infrasound. Yeah. Here comes the geek in you. I feel it. Here comes the ghost hunter in you. I know. Yep. We used to try to. Think about all kinds of experiments with infrasound. Yeah, low vibrations. Yeah, so infrasound is 
do it. Should I explain it? Sure. A little bit, yeah. So it's like um, sounds that are underneath the decibel levels that we can hear with a human ear, but you're still passing through your brain. Right, we're just not cause, registering it. Yeah, all sorts of weird things with people. I mean, I think the Nazis did experiments on um, sound warfare back in the day, and I think the military probably still does. Yeah, like the FBI uses yeah. it. And, Men escaping yeah. goats, what? Yep. It's basically like, um, you don't even know what's happening, it's almost like a sound wave hits you and then it just like debilitates you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what they used to explain away like uh, ghost ships back in the day, like back in pirate days, like yeah. like cool pirates, you know, like parrot on your shoulder, peg leg pirates. Um, when, you see, Sam. when you'd find like a, a ship with no one there, like completely abandoned but there's like meals on the table looks like everyone was just in the middle of something when they just disappeared and they say that infrasound from the ocean waves made them go crazy and they all just got up jumped overboard and killed themselves so that's an explanation for like ghost ships hmm wouldn't have ever thought of it that way you can build infrasound machines and stuff, can't you? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I remember very vaguely that we had talked about some of that. Because isn't there mm-hmm. even some theories that EVPs are in that infrasound? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can't actually hear them mm-hmm. when you're, you know, like, you can hear them on the recorder, but not right there in real life. Well, one of the guys out at Rolling Hills back in the day, they, um, they came in with a bass amp. And they had it set up where they could put the low vibrations on to the point where you can't, it won't register with you. And they were doing some experimenting with it, but um, I asked them about it the one day, and uh, they didn't really want to give up that secret. They did They did go in certain rooms and areas and try to really vibrate the, the levels there so it wouldn't, you know, see what they can get out of it. I never found out the results, but I know it was a very easy thing to do in the sense so would hearers make really good ghost hunters then? I would um, assume so, yeah. They'd be yeah. able to maybe hear things that they wouldn't be able, we wouldn't be able to hear right. yeah. while we're out doing investigations. They would have those, um, those bad ears. Bad oh, ears? No, bats are deaf. Bad ears. No, 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 <laughs> they're blind. They're blind. Sonar. What am I thinking? Right. Bats. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> now I'm just bad boy. Yeah. Sorry. Off topic. No. <laughs> Make a little hash mark. So that's the science behind this whole phenomenon. And, okay, I, I can see that. But I don't know. I mean, how are we really to know if that's the exact cause of it or not? There might be some other explanations be. out there. There might be, like, 50 other explanations out there. <laughs> UFOs, yeah, Mothman. Let's, let's throw one out there. Bigfoot. Mothman, what? Um, let me see what's a good one here that I wrote down alien communication signals that are connected to Roswell because Roswell is like I think they said it was around 40 kilometers away from Taos Mm. it was 40 kilometers Um, pretty far a stone's throw in relation to is it like this much on the map hang on let's do a conversion Yeah, because we're really on top of kilometers here in America. No. It's less than 40 miles because kilometers are more than miles. Right. Uh, okay, let's see. I think they said it was 40. 40 clicks due north? So 24 miles. 25 miles, we'll say. Okay. So that's pretty close. 
Yeah, but still, then, at the same time, if it has something to do with the Roswell crash, why don't they hear it in Roswell? Why is it happening 25 miles down the road? Maybe they don't have any hearers in Roswell. I find that hard to believe. Maybe they got to like, get a hearer to go to Roswell and see yeah, if they can still hear it there. Roswell is such a big like attraction that people are coming in. Yeah, but how time. many people actually live in Roswell versus traveling? It's like Vegas. How many people actually live in Vegas versus how many people actually visit Vegas? It might be that scenario where people are just... Yeah, but if they visit there, you think they'd start to hear it if it's coming from there. Would that be the first thing you think of when you get down there? Unconsciously? No, I guess not. Unless I heard about it. But here's my whole question. Like, that's a very good hole in that theory. Mm -hmm. But the other one is that what is still left in Roswell that's still causing the residual hum? Exactly. Desert. You know, I mean, there's not, like, spaceship junk still there, right? And even if it was, like, some kind of, you know, chemical or something along those lines, you think it would have dissipated by now. Alien stuff, you never know. I think it has anything to do with the planet and its vibrations. The vibration of, you know how we always say a lot of times, well, we were created, we are a vibration itself. Maybe just, you know, and it's going to go back to this and it's going to sound silly. People are just not tuned in. Not everybody is tuned in a certain way. So these people that are hearing this and they're like the 2%, I wonder if there was any studies taken where you, Let's go to a place where it's not happening and put some people there who are hearers in this and see if they pick up something somewhere else. Right. Well, and see like, how super sensitive they can be to it. That's what I was saying. We should go and, and round up all the hearers in Taos and then take them over to England and see if they hear the same thing no, 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 or they no, no, hear no, something no, no. different. Take them to a place, take them to like the North Pole or something goofy and see how sensitive they are actually being. I mean, that would work both ways because. You're actually looking for the same type of result right. with those people, but then you take them and put them in a place that they that maybe doesn't have it, and you know it's complete quiet. It's you don't have everyday life happening. Put them up there and see what they hear. Well, I heard they don't hear the hum outside of Taos, and they don't hear it all the time either. Is what I heard. This is the hearers. Yes, it just comes and goes at random. And they did a study with people who have like tinnitus there too that are hearing the hum. And they say, you know, it's definitely a different sound. You know, tonight is right. more of a, a ring. 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 Do you ever yeah. get that? Yes, oh, I, I do. I, I get it. it. I get it too. You I do have get it, it all the time. You have it all the time. I think so. I just, unless I'm not paying attention to it, I don't notice it. But like, if it's quiet, I hear just like a. My work like is very loud. Buzz. Really. My work is very loud. I got like a fan going. I got forklifts. I got different things happening all the time. I got huge press machines pounding steel. So by the time I leave and I can go sit in my car before I go home, the sound of silence is actually loud. And all that day noise is behind me. And I just sit quiet for a minute. I hear a ring. So, you know, is that tendonitis or... I don't know. Is that just you leaving the environment that's loud and you get that moment of... Yeah, that's a good question. Is there any is there anything that any that like somebody can do about that so that you don't have that all the time? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I never notice it. I almost never think about it. Like during you get used the day, to it. during the day, I don't notice it at all. It's usually like at night when everything's quiet, like I'm trying to go to sleep. That's when it comes on, or when I'm paying attention. So it's quiet. 
Yeah. That's when you hear it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm always, if I really, like, focus on I could always kind of, I think, hear it. But it has to be quiet. And then that's the only like Jeff and I are both trying to hear right now if we can hear anything while we're this is really messy. Yeah, a little us. ring. Like it's, it's hard for me right now because I have these headphones on and everything is enhanced. Mm-hmm. But if I take them off and then I just listen to nothing, it's just yeah, it's like a ringing, like a high pitched. Yeah, ring. see, I have a ringing right now. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, that's again, I was always, in a loud place for eight hours today, I'm so I get that. Always like that. Or like you said, when you lay down to go to bed. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like you can hear it because it's quiet. So it's been it's been brought to the forefront. So basically, we need to take you to Taos. Okay. To see if you can hear anything. Ninety-eight percenter. You're part of that crowd. Maybe. I might be a two percenter. You are a two percenter. Well, you could be the ninety-eight too because you don't you're not listening for it. Yeah. It's just your everyday grind. Or we could be the ninety-eight. We're, more, we're probably more than ninety-eight. We just get used to the sound. But when you go to bed and lay down at the end of the day, do you have any type of ringing? I mean, I have ringing here and there. It's not consistent. Like, it'll happen once in a while. I'll notice it. I don't think I have it all the time. This is kind of off the topic. But I did have something, like, two years ago where when it was quiet, I would almost hear, like, my heartbeat in my ear. Have you ever had that? So you can feel yeah. your, you can feel your, yeah. the beat. It was really, yeah. I think I probably had, like, some kind of, like, a, a sinus thing or something going on, but... It was the creepiest thing, and it wouldn't stop. Like, you couldn't get it to stop. And I had it's like it for, you go crazy in your own house. Yeah, I had it for, like, a week and a half, and then it just, like, went away. And I never had it again, but it was the strangest thing. Like, you'd lay there and try to fall asleep, and all you could hear is the dun 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 Yep. See, and just look at the buzz, like, like a high-pitched ring, I guess. I've tried to hear that, you know, though. Because I've heard, like, when it's that quiet, people... Like, you hear stories about, like, uh, astronauts having to do tests or, like, um, training where they go into, like, sound deprivation chambers. Right. And they go crazy because they could hear the, the sound like their own blood flowing, things like that. That it's is really, kind of crazy. It's mm-hmm. really... It was very unnerving when that happened, and I was, like, really starting to get worried about it, and... I don't know. It was just, like, a weird thing. It only happened once in my whole life. And then it just, like, one morning I woke up and it was gone. So every once in a while I can hear my heart beating, bumping, like, internally. But I'm thinking these 2% of people that we're talking about really have to have a keen, keen hearing also on top of it. Because you really want to put the uh, tendonitis in. Or they have in. to be open somehow, that they're picking up well, this vibration. The, right? This is what this, this, um, this guy, uh, Benjamin Radford... Um, editor of the Skeptical Magazine, was talking about. Um, Many researchers suggest that the answer to the the hum mystery may be found in the inner world of personal experience instead of the outer world of factories and heavy equipment. And then it goes on to, what does your tongue taste like? What does your nose smell like? What does your ear sound like? They're simple, silly questions, but they think that's part of the answers, too. So... I'm, just, I'm trying to smell my own nose. <laughs> I'm trying to taste my own tongue. <laughs> I just happened to look. I was looking down, and I looked up, and one's got their hands over their nose. The other one's, like, jawing at his tongue. <laughs> and what's our answers? It doesn't really smell like anything. It tastes a little salty, but I was just eating tortilla chips, so... So, that's the other thing. Like it smells like air. I don't know. It could be your inner... It could be the people themselves. But to only have 2% of this representing down there... 
there's got to be more people out there that this is happening to. Well, yeah, it's like anything. I mean, everybody, you always hear those stories about people that have enhanced senses, you know, like they're like way more mm-hmm. attuned to their senses. Like people that go blind, but then can like pick up like the oh, sonar. Like they, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they know, but that's happened in real life. Like I've seen a guy who rides a bike and he clicks as he rides. He's completely blind, but because he clicks and he's so used to it, he can hear the clicking, wow. bouncing off of things and know that there are obstacles. So when you have some kind of deficit, it heightens all your other senses. So maybe there's a possibility that those two percenters are just born with those heightened senses already. You know, it's kind of interesting because you keep saying 2%. I was like, how big is Taos then? Right. So I just looked up the population. It's like four people. Yeah, it's not a lot. It might be five now. So let's do the math here. The current pop- the population as of 2016 is 5,763 oh, people. That's so small. So 2%, 2% of, 5, of that is going to be, let's figure this out, 115 people. What? 2%. Now that seems like a pin drop. Yeah, it's pretty low. So these guys must be really in tune. That's, that's the population as of right now. Let me see if I can get... Back in 19... Data on what it was, 1993? Yeah. Oh, that's got to be even less. It is. It's 4,106. I mean, a lot of procreation going on there. It's so amazing, Google. <laughs> it is. They probably have a list of the names of the people who are that way, too. 4,906. There's some quick work. people. So the the swing isn't that much between then and 2016, but still that's but a low whole number. Entire town, yeah, right, 4,500 people or whatever it was. And do these people know each other? Do they have like yeah? A, are they the same family? A Tuesday imagine, night group. I would imagine that everybody. <laughs> the Tuesday night Hummers. Each other, that small population. They're in the hummersinfo.net. <laughs> you can't be a Hummer. <laughs> do they drive I'm... Hummers? <laughs> they should. <laughs> do you get a Hummer if you can? Uh, <laughs> you know. You're like in that 2%. Do their license plate just says 2%? Hummer. <laughs> it's like being in a bike gang, the one percenters, you got the two percenters. They got their own patches and their buses. Oh, yeah. It's just a big ear with mm-hmm. like sound waves yeah, coming out of it. But this is like the whole thing. So, okay. So, this is an external thing that people are hearing. But I'd be curious to know if those 94 people or however many it was, like, had any kind of metaphysical stuff that they did you know did they do were they meditators did they do yoga practice did they you know like i'd be curious to know like what they did for a living and who they actually were also you gotta wonder if there's more than just that the two percent because maybe not everybody's realizing what maybe they just think yeah maybe they don't realize it maybe they don't care about speaking up maybe it doesn't bug them so they don't like let those people go to congress and well, wait a minute. If you put the two percenters in there, there's going to be the people in there who just think that's just normal, that they're hearing whatever they're hearing. Yeah. Well, you got to figure that that is... Okay, so take take 10% out either way of that number because you got to you probably have people that claim that they can hear it but really can't and just want to be part of that. And then you probably have people that do hear it but won't admit that they do. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some... Yeah, or don't even realize it. Because, like, my ringing that I talk about, like, 99% of the time, I don't think about it. I don't notice it. I don't even talk about it until just now. Because of the hum. Because of the hum. Mm-hmm. So, 
with that 115 people, and you s stated that maybe they just think it's a normal way of living or they want to be part of this group, don't you think that number would be bigger? Out of well, 5,000 people? The 115 are the ones that have stepped forward, I guess. But no one else is... So what I'm saying is there has to be some type of yeah, understanding down in that area. This is There's certain people here who can hear this. and It's a small town. They must they must have heard about it. Right. It's they not like, you're like gonna, it's not going to go by you and you just like live yeah. in like where yeah. there's a million people. It's not people. like one person you says think... that they saw Bigfoot, then all of a sudden you get 50 more sightings mm -hmm. in a five-mile radius because word gets out and then people start imagining things. Well, it's like hunting Bigfoot. You know, you go to a town, everybody's got their story. They all seen something. So why not jump on that bandwagon? But I just think 115 is low. But in the same sense, I also think that's a really, it's just a crazy number that only hear that. Well, maybe it's hard It's hard for people to get on that bandwagon because if I'm one of those people and I'm a hearer and I'm like, yeah, I can hear it right now. Or I say to you, who I don't really know is if you're telling the truth or not, I'm right. like, do you hear it right now? Right. And that person's like, like, are you crazy? Yes. You're like, well, no, it's not happening now. So, I mean, you know, right? it's like, I think it, there's, you have to have some ability to, you either got to be a really good BSer, <laughs> you know, or you got to be able to actually hear it. In all of this research, did we see anything about studies being done with those guys? I mean, outside of being considered hearers, like... Do they take this no. group and... They basically did a survey of all the townspeople. And I don't know exactly what they asked, but they right. might have said, you know, for all we know, they could have said, when's the last time you heard the noise? Do you hear the noise now? And then taken the group that matched that criteria. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you had to hear the noise on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock, and if you didn't say that, you weren't considered part of that. But if you did say it, I don't know what the, the method was that they used to do that survey, because I didn't... There wasn't any specifics mm -hmm. that I saw about how they... No. If they just, like, pulled everyone probably, in the town and were like, do you hear it? Yes or no? I mean, it must or, have been the early 90s. Or... Yeah, it was before, like, uh, Survey Monkey came out, you know? <laughs> Yelp. No, um... So, where was I going to go? So, all these people, did they just roll up to their doctors and say, oh, my God, I got this this humming that is just completely here, and I can't get rid of it, and it drives me, you know, I sold out. So yeah. now you got people going to the doctors thinking there's something wrong with them. Now, guess what? Well, why am I getting this weird phenomenon as a doctor? All these people are starting to roll in. There's got to be something going on in this town. Yeah. Or, that's probably how it started. Well, yeah, that's, that's yeah. my thinking. So, And it must have been pretty intense for all these people to be going to their doctors for hum. Did you guys come across any information about, like, ley lines underneath the town or anything like that no I was kind of I didn't either and I was kind of surprised by that because if you think about like things like that you know like the electrical magnetic yeah yep. like things that go along with that you think that that would have been one of those theories that was out there that maybe there's like some kind of you know ley line underneath this that's causing the electromagnetic field to be mm -hmm. more intense which yep. is causing yep. But I didn't see any of that, and I was really surprised by it. The only thing that I got that's close to that is just one theory that I read. It didn't go into any details. It just said audible magnetism. And then another one that was kind of related to it is... Um, that sounds personal. Ultra-low frequency RF signals from the molten core of the planet. So, so again, that, having to do with the Earth mm -hmm. and... That low vibration. Shifting and, and things like that. Yeah. 
So we pretty much analyzed the hell out of everybody here, like thinking either they're crazy or not crazy, why they're hearing it, why they aren't hearing it. So getting into some of the explanations of what can be going on in these areas, in only these areas, do we have any solid information that's going to say, all right, this is heavy equipment going across the border down into wherever. Because I know they they have... They did debunked a few of these cases. They did a lot of studies because, um, like we were saying, in 1993 they went to Congress and uh, were petitioning them to to go study something that was going on because they believed that uh, the government was responsible. Um, They believed that the hum was from Navy communication systems using ELF, uh, extremely low frequency sound, to communicate with submarines. So they believe that's where it was coming from. So that's why they went and petitioned to Congress. Um, Congress eventually uh, backed a study. Uh, the University of New Mexico was unable to determine the cause of the hum. They tested for acoustic signals, seismic events, and abnormal frequencies in the electromagnetic spectrum. And they were not able to come to any conclusions on any scientific explanations like that. Maybe there's just too many damn people on this planet and we're just pouncing on the ground. Well, it's weird, though, too, because animals have such a heightened sense of hearing. That's the other thing. That you think if somebody had a dog, like, all you'd hear is dogs howling and, you know, making noise because you'd think they would be so bothered by this. Mm -hmm. But there's no reports of any kind of animal interaction or anything like that either. And, you know, if they could record this, this sound cleanly and... Put, put a human versus a dog and put them in rooms and see exactly where these frequencies react. Because an animal's going to react, like you said, they're more sensitive than us. They, I mean, their hearing is... So, that, I mean, I wonder if they even thought about that, putting animals into a situation like that. Or maybe these people are like tuning forks and this is an internal thing. That they're just, yeah. they're just picking up on something that other people can't. But going back a couple minutes ago, you said something about what people do, like yoga, meditation. The meditation thing is huge because that clears, right. that just cleans you almost in a sense. Well, when I first started hearing about this hum and the whole phenomenon, it made me think of the OM. Like when you're meditating and, you know, even through some yoga practice and people do the OM, like the whole reason for that is because it aligns everything in your body. It's like this universal sound. And it's actually really powerful. Like, if you ever go to, like, a yoga class or a meditation class and everybody in the room does the om, mm-hmm. the pitches are all different because everybody's different, but eventually all the pitches line up. So it all starts And the to... sound is exactly the same. It's weird. So that's kind of what this reminded me of when I first heard about it, is, like, this, like, frequency, this humming, this noise that... So it brings you in tune. Yeah. Well, I'm having deja vu right now. Just Are you? We've talked about this. Well, you went to that meditation class that I... With uh, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, did we do, like, something at the beginning of that to kind of, like, bring everybody down into I the... I think he, he's, he wanted us to concentrate and on listening to his voice, and he had the music, like, a light music or something. But yeah, we I definitely mean, had to tune into something just to get focused and let the day go. Yeah. Because we were all rushed getting down there. It was right after work. And once that happened, it just took took us off into different places. Like, I've definitely been in a yoga class before where, like, the teacher has started the class that way. And, 
like I said, at first, everybody sounds different. Right. As the, You're still listening as to... You breathe out yeah. and you do that noise, like, everybody's pitch becomes the same. Absolutely. It's, like, the creepiest, weirdest, coolest thing all at the same time. And what's even more weird about it is that as you're doing that, you can feel it through your body. You know, it's like an energy, like a... Rob's looking at us like we're crazy right now. Jeff and I are deep in contemplative... <laughs> Going into that state of... hippie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hippie stuff. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, it's hard to know if this is an internal, external thing. Well, that because is if true. It, so... If it was external, something would have been able to pick it up, I would think. Right. But... Scientists and your everyday Joes are going to be like quick to whip off an idea. Oh, it's this or that. But this is consistently going on. Right. It's not a. And again, it's really weird that they haven't been able to record it because you think about like all this recording technology that we have now, able to record different frequencies and mm-hmm. whatever. And I don't know. I wonder if they have any ideas to like what. Well, they can record the sound. In. They can record the sound of the waves hitting earth hitting land Mm -hmm. and what that sounds like and it does sound like that's what they're saying like it sounds very similar but then how do you explain how that noise dissipates so far away from that that then people can still hear it yeah it's like i said it goes back to the whole tuning fork if you hit a tuning fork but it's consistent if you've got it right to your ear it's super loud if you hold it out you might still be able to hear it but it's not as loud you know like are these people just tuning forks? But this, okay, now let's, oh my God, here we go. So the wave's crashing, we know what it sounds like. Right. And you're saying we can't pick up on how, they can't pick, they can't figure out why it travels so far where people can pick this up, right? Yeah. Well, it's not they like they can't measure it after a certain amount of. But you have a consistent push. The wave continues to keep coming. So mm-hmm. it creates a Oh, you think it's mass, like an echo? Not even an echo, it just, um... So you have one crashing, then another crashing. It doesn't have time to break. That noise level of that, that whoosh doesn't really stop because there's another whoosh. So it's creating a general sound that's continuous. So it pushes. I'm not saying, I'm, what I'm trying to say is there's no breaks in it. There's a continual mass or sound and it pushes. Now, how far does it go in? Right. I mean, if I had one crash, it would probably travel and drop. But you have a, you have a, it's just a repetition of it. So, so now, maybe it builds. Now I'm going to blow your mind even a little bit Here more. We okay. go. So, as a ghost hunter, you know that when buildings are built on certain kinds of rock or stone, that it's usually better for paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. So, if these vibrations are happening somewhere far off, I mean, if they're following a path of least resistance, let's say. I wonder why no one has dug up Taos to see if it's... Oh, Allison, paranormal stuff isn't real. If it's on, but imagine if it's on a bed of quartz or limestone or some other, you know, rock that we know and moves are they, energy or, better than others. Even, like, where Taos is located, you know, maybe... Is it a valley? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it just creates the exact right Just does it have elevation on there? Can you the, look up elevation for it? For the and sound to travel that way. Well, it's a desert, so you know that there's no trees or stuff for to noise stop to be it to absorbed. absorbed. Ooh, I know. Maybe um, the the path of less least resistance. That's the other thing too. So where are these sounds the strongest in this town? Where are people really hearing this? I mean, yeah, you go around two blocks around the corner to Joe Schmo's Deli, and you're like nothing. You come right over to uh, Carlos's bar, and you're like. 
whoa, okay, what's going on here? So that's that's another thing to look at. Is it just whitewashing the whole town? And there's only a, the couple people out there, the 115, going, wow, what's going on around here? Versus, you know. The elevation of the town is 6,967 feet. Above, below, ocean? Above. Above? That's what it's saying on here. Chemtrails. One of the first things that popped up when I searched for Taos elevation is um, this article on TripAdvisor of this person complaining about um, altitude sickness every time they visit Taos and some other city, Santa Fe. So altitude sickness would represent thinner air? Mm Mm-hmm. So which thinner the, air, which you can travel sound far. And it's, it's already going to be mm-hmm. thinner regardless of the elevation because it's arid. It's a desert. There's no There's no. There's nothing. Humidity. Like said, right. So the sounds can really make is You can get the most out of the sound if that's the case, the hum. So are we leaning towards more so the scientific side of this, that this is some kind of... Ooh, you must have been reading my mind. Because that's where vibration, I was, oh, rather. Where of course I was not. Going. It's the moaning spirits of lost ghosts <laughs> trying to find their way to the other side. Really? Yeah. It's a lot of ghosts down there. Did you there. really come across that as an explanation? Oh, I sure did. No, okay. you did not. You know, he, he did, his eyeball did go oh. down and look. <laughs> lost spirits trying to get to the other side. Mm. <laughs> Is that what we get? Oh. Also, government mind control experiments. Well, it is in the south. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We are looking down there. They do a lot of work down there in Midwest, loaded with stuff. Yeah. But I, you know, that's good. I I might want to lean towards scientific stuff. And that's really not our bag. No. (laughs) We are so not not against science and what it brings. We take it and evaluate it, but you know. If we can't have a solid, like, dump truck making a noise all the time, what the hell's going on? Well, and I just feel like aliens get a bad rap sometimes. Like, we blame a lot of stuff on them. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God, Rob. She's finally breaking through. I didn't say I believe in them. I just say that as a phenomenon. Oh, it starts right here. You can sure see it happening. <laughs> but it's oh, always like, any time there's a phenomenon, it's always like, it's aliens. It's UFOs. It's... I'm not going to say it's aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> And chemtrails, that seems to be like another big, huge... Yeah, they're laying they're laying that crap all over the yeah. place. I mean, if it were aliens, like, what's the point? And what, what are you waiting for if it's a communication from aliens? You know, you've been doing it for... Well, here we go. The whole alien years. thing is we're being observed, we're being used in certain tests, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's a whole other topic. We'll get there. We'll, we'll definitely get there. So, we're thinking maybe thin air, nothing out there. So, whatever's happening is just... it's. Like you said, your your path of least resistance. I mean, it's, it's a really interesting phenomenon, and if it is a naturally occurring thing, I mean, it's kind of cool to think about all the things about the Earth that we still don't know, considering that we've been here for so long. You know, not us personally, but just man. Something that simple, you would think that with all the technology, stuff, technology that we have, and all the the experience of scientific experiments that you could put some type of you know right if we have equipment that can read when platonic you know plates are shifting and and all these things are happening like it boggles my mind that we can't record this thing yeah well maybe they will someday wow i think we solved the problem though what's the problem not the problem the mystery we solved the mystery we did ancient aliens 
Yes. <laughs> well, that recording could have been a, that recording could have been a demon. Residual uh, stuff from uh, Roswell. Yes. <laughs> Left over by vibrations from the forties. But these are the kinds of shows that I love. Is like things like this that aren't very well known, but actually have some really cool things you can get lost to in. it. Yeah, you definitely. Know? I just really I, I like to do stuff that's not so mainstream sometimes. And I feel like our next couple of shows will be more along those lines. So could it be just a giant plant, a factory down there that has a consistent humming? Because they did... People, people said they're trying to build a nuclear fallout shelter underneath the town. That was one of the theories that I read. Well, that they're building a nuclear fallout so shelter because winter, winter war is coming. Winter war. <laughs> Atomic winter, or whatever they call that crap. Well, with the big stink that they put up about this humming, you think they would have found if it was like a factory or machinery something. But they have proven that before where a town has had that sound going on and miles away, miles away, they this company was running boiler yeah. boiler checks in the I morning. There was and, something in was it uh I don't remember where. Maybe been South America or somewhere like that where yeah, there was an incident like that where people heard that noise and they found out it was just like a factory. But they found out that it was a factory. Right, and they only heard it between such and such hours and it was always morning hours. Yeah. yeah. And then they said, Oh, that's you're hearing that low kind of vibration. Mm-hmm. But then again, not everybody was probably hearing that. Right. So it has to come down to a little bit of human human uh, sensitivity, you know, because like you said, not all of us are the same. Some of us block stuff out, and some of us are just really in tune to picking up their surroundings. Like when you go ghost hunting, you walk into a room. When your hair stands up and you look at the other person, like, hey, what's going on? There's something in there. And the other person's like, ah, like a ball of static. <laughs> you know that person's in tune to that room, and that other person is just kind of like, Oh, it's dark in here. <laughs> so it, that could be the example, you know, the sensitivities. The what the hearers? The, the hearers. Right. Well, I couldn't hear you. The hearers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hearers. Hearers and Tahoes. Tahoes. So what do we? What do we want to? Well, how do we want to put this to rest? If it can be put to rest. I don't know if we can put it to rest. I mean, Congress couldn't put it to rest. Well, we can put anything to rest. That's true. We solved... Which one did we solve in like two minutes? Um, Roanoke. Oh, yeah. Roanoke. (laughs) Roanoke. Yeah. (laughs) That was done. Easy. Gone. (laughs) I think it was science. That's it. Science. Let's explain this one with science. I mean, science sometimes can be a buzzkill, but... I think that, you know... There is some value to it, because yeah. it, it adds X. The consensus that we have is that it's probably a natural phenomenon, right? Yep. Regardless of whether it's waves, or it's centrifugal force, or it's anything else, we can all kind of... Are leaning like towards the perfect storm of circumstances in Taos for them to hear this noise. Or maybe they're just situated yeah. right. Yeah, well, look at the elevation and everything that we looked up. And I mean, so they're sitting at a spot that's a hot spot where this around. sound will, wherever it's traveling from, you know... God knows trying to find sound in what direction it's coming from unless it's like a firecracker or something. You can't really put that. But something that massive, I'm sure you're going to be doing a 360 trying to say, okay, where is this coming from? So we're going to go, we're going to lean a little bit on science, nature. nature. We will this time. Nature. Nature nurtures. Okay, I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of those unexplained phenomenons. Should we ohm it out? 
Let's open out. Here on Parababble? Oh, we're at Parababble on Facebook, Twitter, and I don't know other things. Send us your hate mail at parababblepodcast at gmail.com. Taos Bean. Taos. Taos Bean. Taos. 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 Sounds like one of those diggery doos. The what? The diggery doos. I have no idea what that is. That's a, it's an Australian instrument. You never heard of diggery do? No. Oh, you gotta look that up because I'm telling you it sounds just like that. Sounds like somebody took a diggery do and, and just recorded it. And messed with the qualities. Or it's the hum from Taos. 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 And that shall be the show.